0: We are hearing from fire officials, emergency officials in BC that it was a very smoky night in the central Okanagan area, but they have been able to make some progress when it comes to fighting those wildfires. Uh, There was a tweet shared on social media from the Central Okanagan Emergency Operations Centre talking about the positive advancements that have been made by crews, and that was happening yesterday. Joining us now to talk more about what's Happening in West Kelowna is Gord Milsom, the mayor of West Kelowna. Thank you so much for taking some time again this morning.
1: Uh, you're welcome. Uh, thanks for having me on your show. I Appreciate it.
0: What is it like there today?
1: Well, well, there's uh, still a lot of a lot of smoke. Can't can't really see the uh, you know the 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 hillside. So uh, a little cooler, uh, but uh, still a lot of smoke. Um, I had a chance to chat with our fire, fire chief and he indicated that the conditions didn't get any worse overnight. They but our firefighters they've been they've been busy doing like the hard dirty work, a lot of backyard work where they're putting out hot spots. Uh so they've been active active throughout the night.
0: Hmm. And is it uh, for, uh, like I said from the uh, emergency operations center? Uh, they talked a bit about the positive advancements uh, made by crews. Uh, I'm guessing the crews you're talking about doing that that work and working overnight yeah. that 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 is yeah. making a difference.
1: Yeah, very much so. I mean, there's uh, there's a lot of uh, firefighters here. There's about 500 firefighters, and we got we have support from. Uh, Fire, uh, fire departments throughout the province, uh, you know, including Williams Lake, Cornell, Burnaby, Surrey, Victoria, North Couch, and it just goes on. Um, so, no, they're they're continuing the fight. And we have a news conference coming up here at 10 o'clock. And I hope to, to, to get a certainly an update on the status of the wildfire. You know, it's an immense wildfire right at our borders. Uh, you know, it's over 11,000 hectares in size. And I know the focus has been on on the interface between the wildfire and the city of West Kelowna, the McDougall Creek wildfire. There's three wildfires in the area. And uh, eventually, uh, I imagine that there's going to be plans to address the, the, the other perimeter areas of the wildfire. But uh, hopefully, we'll get uh, an update too on the damage uh, that's been done to the community. And uh, so that's what I'm looking for i i i'm I, I know our residents as well want to know you know what houses have been damaged where what houses have been lost what has been the impact on the infrastructure in our neighborhoods uh so now that's that's information that hopefully will start coming our way so we can you know start informing uh our residents that they may have uh experienced property loss and that's gonna be the you know difficult uh, times uh people realizing that they don't have a home to go back to, um, so that's the next step, and we can start planning uh, re-entry uh, for some of the residents to to you know go back to their homes if it's safe for them to do it. Uh, so still lots of work to be done mm. at this stage. I-
0: and and when you talk about that, too, as as difficult as that must be for residents, uh, knowing that there is that possibility, I, I would imagine, though, it's also very difficult not knowing. And, and a lot of people have yeah. been talking about the fact that they, they just want to find out what it looks yeah. like and, and what that loss is.
1: That's right. Well, a special team has come up actually from Vancouver called the Canada Task Force One. So that's fifth a team of 50 members consisting of police officers firefighters engineers doctors paramedics and they've uh, they've their they started their the assessments their 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 work yesterday uh, going into our neighborhoods and I hope that we'll we'll get some of that information um, uh, at the at the 10 o'clock uh, operational update and, and it'll be, you know, that information will be, will uh, start to be shared with our, our, our residents. So we should hear pretty soon what right. the, what the status is.
0: Do yeah. you kn- know if there have been any structures lost since the, the initial, uh, when we, we actually saw some of that footage and you could see homes burning in, in some areas when the structures were lost at that point in the fire, uh, do you know if there have been more structures lost since then? Uh,
1: My understanding that over the last 48 hours, there hasn't been uh, any further structures lost. Uh, That that was reported to us over the last couple of uh, operational updates, so it was primarily in the first two days of of the wildfire where, as you mentioned, that uh, structures were lost. Uh, So uh, no, not, not in the last couple of days. Again, due to the incredible work of uh, of, our, of the various firefighting teams, you know, the heroic work of those firefighters, just amazing. Um, the number of homes that they've saved. As I mentioned, they're actually, you know, they're in the backyards of people's homes, putting the fires out, you know, the hedge fires, the trees, the whatever. That's what that's where the battle is. And uh, they've saved, you know, so many homes by being there and and uh, going from one backyard to the next, putting out spot fires, it's just amazing.
0: It really is when you when you think of it that way. And that we we've seen footage and when you picture of crews fighting wildfires, you don't often think of like you just said, putting out hedge fires and doing that. But what an amazing way of of saving these people's homes.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just it's been incredible. Yeah, so really proud of our firefighters, proud of uh, BC Wildfire. And again, the community, the support we've got from other communities throughout the province has been incredible. Uh, our community has stepped up, you know, in a big way, uh, of bringing, bringing food. And, uh, you know, our community members have, have uh, opened up the houses to those in need. Uh, you know, our local Salvation Army Food Bank, Rotary Club, Lions Club. All kinds of organizations have stepped up to help our uh, our um, our residents, and uh, we really appreciate it and thanks a lot to folks living in Vancouver for opening up your homes and, and being there for us too. We really appreciate it
0: and Do you have to wait or will it be at the ten o'clock news conference? do you think or will people get more information or is it even is it too soon to know uh, when the evacuation orders and alerts might be rescinded?
1: Yeah, I think we'll get more information at 10 o'clock uh, through the um, emergency operations center. The, the you know their their update. So I'm hoping that we're going to get uh, further information as to the status of uh, of uh, you know property uh, you know properties, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll start hearing about plans of of uh, where it's safe where people can go back to their homes. So uh keep my fingers crossed that we can start getting that information because uh, I know that's the information that um, our residents uh, want to hear, and it's it, you know it's important it's, it's, it''s a it's very anxious times, it's very emotional times and uh and the sooner that we can really know what's going on, uh, the sooner that we can can help people uh with the recovery.
0: Right. Because I know uh, some of the evacuees, people have been doing uh, whatever they can to try and get that information, whether it's using binoculars or uh, asking news crews or or getting aerial footage. Uh, Will residents find out first, though, as far as uh, you're expecting more information at 10 o'clock, but will residents find out first before that information is made public?
1: No, there'll be plans. I'm sure to inform those that have been affected, and again, that's responsibility of the emergency operations center. So certainly, they will be told before the general public. I mean, that's just the way it should be handled, right? If there's been any any, if they've you know, with regards to damage or lost properties. yeah, and in addition to that, uh, we need to find out, you know, what's the status of water lines, the sewers. There apparently in some areas power poles are down. The natural gas is, you know, lines have been disrupted. Uh, parks have been destroyed. Uh, it just uh, we have to find out what's going on, and that's why it's taken a bit of time to 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 be able to provide information because uh, the. Um, uh, emergency uh, first responders haven't been able to go into those areas to do proper assessments. Now, thankfully, the uh, the uh, Canada Task Force One, again, has come up from Vancouver. These are specialists that deal with disaster situations. They're in there now uh, doing their assessments. So uh, we we will start getting uh, information that uh, that uh, the public will know, uh, not specific information, the specific information will be given to uh, the individual property owners.
0: All right. Uh, Mayor Milsom will be uh, listening uh, and uh, waiting for that new information. But thank you so much for your time this morning.
1: You're welcome. Thanks very much. Again, thanks for all the support from uh, Lower Mainland Vancouver. area. appreciate it.